Hey, Guilty Familia. We recorded this episode a few months back when we were still testing out the show format, so if the structure's a little different, maybe a little bit, that's why, kinda. Anyway, we hope you love and enjoy this episode, and join us next week when Lana Condor will be on the show. Wow, what exciting times, Vin and Lana and Keith. Enjoy. Ramble. Hello and welcome to Guilty Pleasures, the podcast that loves what it loves. I'm your host, Zach Kornfeld, joined as always by Kelsey Dare and Garrick Bernard. Today, we are joined by Keith Haversberger to talk to defend his favorite movie, one of them, Baby's Day Out. Had you guys ever seen Baby's Day Out? No, never heard of it. <laughs> never heard oh of it no, were you so pissed? I was not pissed. I was delighted. Oh. To have watched this movie, <laughs> it's, a, I'd say it's, the first watch is the best yeah. watch. <laughs> Every subsequent watch, yeah, as you're not when you're not a six year old, mm. not as good. Yeah, <laughs> I was um sitting down and I was watching it, and then my roommate came in and he was just like, "Oh, this is, this is a movie about a baby, huh? You just watching a movie about a baby?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, creep. yeah, man." And then and then he sat down and like as he's doing work, he kept looking up and you're like, "This, this movie's phenomenal." <laughs> I fucking love this movie. <laughs> and I was oh like, yeah. my god! Yeah, no, we had like a whole discussion about it after the movie, and like we looked up uh, uh, a couple things that you'll probably get into later. Well, if people don't know, and if you don't know, uh, this is a John Hughes movie. Yeah. Had you seen it before? I that was had big seen thing. this movie one hundred times, approximately. Yes, wow. so much so that I told my sister I was watching. I was like, "Oh my god, you won't believe what I'm about to watch for like a, an assignment," <laughs> yeah. and she was like my texting me like. The parts as they would come. She's like, remember that part? Oh my God, that was fucking crazy. But I will say, Keith, you're right. I had my expectations super duper high. Yeah. And then when I watched it, it was kind of like, why the fuck did I like this yeah. so much as a child? I think the, like, so the bare bones of it are very enjoyable, right? Three creeps getting hurt. Hilarious. Lo- love it. Right. I love Cute a Cute shots of a baby looking back at them getting hurt and yeah. giggling. Yeah. Because a baby loves, he's a sociopath. He loves violence. Yeah. So that's the what baby it is. fucking gets so hard oh, from violence. Yeah. He loves that <laughs> shit. That first scene, he's like, wait, see if he, he likes it when you get hit too. And then he does like, yeah, he still likes it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the synopsis. Posing as baby photographers, a group of common criminals kidnap Baby Bink, the new baby of the richest socialites you ever did see, and demand a $5 million ransom (laughs) for his return. But when the baby escapes, these criminals are sent on a wild Three Stooges-esque goose chase to track down and recapture their abductee as he reenacts scenes from his favorite picture book, including a trip to the zoo, a construction site, and more building ledges than any baby should ever be a around ever fantastic film a childhood <laughs> favorite of mine following such great footsteps as home alone and perhaps you've heard of home alone too <laughs> <laughs> i would say should i describe why i like it well what what, what do i talk about i love it i it's ridiculous <laughs> it's mr magoo but mr magoo's a baby and it's home alone too but it's in chicago and basically the baby is not making any of these bad things happen to these people. They're just happening to these people. (laughs) And there's also a baby there. Uh, It's just like Home Alone. The family is completely unlikable in the first scene. Uh, you feel no pity for them when the baby is stolen. I don't. I don't know why they make them so <laughs> unlikable. <laughs> I rewatching. I was like, wow, these people suck. Also, five million dollars is nothing compared to where they're living. Mm. They, their house is crazy. Their house is out of control. Five million dollars has to be nothing. If I were them, I wouldn't call the police because there's no way they're getting all that riches 
legally. No. They've got to be part of some crime organization. They are so out of this world wealthy. It's a great movie through and through. There's gorillas. There's construction. For too long. For Many too people long. fall into dumpsters. And uh, and you got a baby the whole time, an adorable baby. And this is coming after Home Alone. And this movie basically posits, what if Home Alone, instead of having a conniving child, had an oblivious, death-defying baby, and instead of sort of killing the bad guys, we're going to absolutely massacre them repeatedly. Yeah. This movie has... In the first act, someone falls off a three-story building. Mm -hmm. Then in the climax, someone falls 15 stories, and then they top it by someone falling 30 stories. Then someone falls off an entire skyscraper mm -hmm. and survives. And at some point, they just <laughs> fall into a pit. And we yes. don't know how deep that pit is. They <laughs> all willingly pit. dive into a pit. Yeah. <laughs> a pit. There's just a pit in Chicago. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There was a, a, a note that I wrote talking about that this has the most incredible practical effects I've seen yes. in a yeah, movie. It's yeah. got some good practical I wrote effects. the order of hit by board twice, <laughs> falls down roof, hits balls on air conditioning unit, hits bird feeder <laughs> with face, slips off and stabbed by a TV <laughs> antenna into a garbage dump. And that's the first really big practical effect. Wow. That's the first one, the first sequence. Yeah. So I, you watched this a ton as a kid. Yes. I also have a personal connection to this movie, so I was thrilled that you picked it. But Keith, first I want to know, what does this movie mean to you? It Okay, it, I don't know if we rented it all the time or if we mm. just owned it, but I watched the fuck out of this movie. Yes, why did I, we do that? I don't know. I think, so I also was a big fan of the Rugrats. Yeah. So maybe I just have an obsession with baby-related adventures. Yeah. Uh, there's something so charming to a baby in places a baby shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, the baby shouldn't be in a gorilla cage. Yeah. The baby shouldn't be crawling through traffic. But yeah, there he is. Mm. <laughs> it's something that brought me joy as a child. It made me laugh. It was it was very digestible plot for a child. Uh, and I also loved Home Alone. So for me, I think it was just really filling that Home Alone vibe. And I just, I don't know, I rented it and I watched it a ton as a kid. So when I was thinking about what I liked, uh, I'd, I'd actually just a month ago stumbled on it because it's on HBO and I was like, let's watch it. And okay, I watched HBO. it with Becky and I was like, yeah, this is still good. This holds up. So I was like, we should watch it for this this thing. And then I was I watched it last week and I was like, all right, well, <laughs> maybe not as amazing yeah. as I thought, but still lots of laughs, lots of great moments. I will say, I know we'll get to my favorite moment later, but the Mary had a little lamb. I mean- have you ever heard a better rendition of Mary Had a Little Lamb in your life? I have a question. I'll sing it for you later. Is this Ray? Is it Ray Romano? 
No. Uh, no. It's not You're Ray terrible Romano. terrible with actors. No, I'm <laughs> bad. I'm bad. But but they I look, know it's not Ray Romano. It's not Ray you Romano. You got uh, in the main cast, it's a who's who. You got who the guy of, from The Matrix. Oh, that guy. guy from yeah, the Matrix. Joe Pantoliano. I, where I truly believe this is The Matrix. I was thinking I, maybe. It is the same movie. It is literally <laughs> the prequel to The Matrix. This is what he was doing before he took the blue pill yeah. and bound out. The, I love it so much. And because the one thing I remember from this movie, I remember two things. One, baby in a gorilla cage. Two, he sings this hilarious version of Mary Had a Little Lamb where where he's getting <laughs> half of the lyrics wrong. But yeah. the one that like tickled me as a child, I thought it was a brilliant joke, was <laughs> she followed her to work one day, work one day, work one day. She followed her to work one day. And Mary lost her job. And I thought as a child, that's a fucking brilliant joke. Yeah. And it was probably one of the first comedy songs I heard oh, as a child and I'm a comedy musician now hits. so maybe it had something to do with that but like I was this like hits. you could change the lyrics to be funnier that <laughs> makes so much sense to me because I watched this movie as a ton as a kid and I hit my balls on things all the time <laughs> we know about your ball incident Zach <laughs> never forget your twisted balls if you don't know what I'm talking about go over to my personal podcast and listen to Zach Hortfeld's oh, yeah. episode about almost about losing that. his balls you know I will tell you from experience the things that these people are doing oh my God. ruptured testicles Rupt- broken oh spine oh my uh, exploded spleens right. they should uh, be so fucked up so yeah. dead the gorilla scene alone <laughs> yeah. okay can i just die. i can't keep talking about the gorilla scene without saying one thing yeah. uh-huh. it's too fucking long Every, oh, so? every scene is too the long. The movie. I actually <laughs> fell asleep. I was there on weighted breath just looking at it just w- hoping that this was longer. <laughs> I wanted them to get hit three more times. The thing I, is, I fell like asleep a, and woke up and it was still the gorilla scene. <laughs> and yeah. like in my brain, I was like, maybe this was just like a fucking violent turn and it'll grab the baby by the ankle, fucking shake it, and yeah. smash oh it again. I just was like That's hoping me. for anything else. So I, when I watched it back, the first time a month ago, I was like, oh, wow, it's the gorilla scene. We're almost at the end of the movie. Because when you're there, you're <laughs> uh, like, what could possibly come after a baby yeah. in a gorilla cage? And there's so much, so much more, more that happens after that. I mean, yeah. the, the kids already crawled across like Lakeshore Drive, presumably, uh, in Chicago. It's crawled across like six lanes of traffic. No problem. Yep. And like you think like, well, this must be it. I think every scene is like this could be the end of the movie. Mm. It's so intense. Die. <laughs> because like they get they get so hurt. They're like, well, that's got to be it. Yeah. Oh, it's we, not. I think we should acknowledge for anyone that hasn't seen it because the listeners are, I think, a little bit younger. Your audio uh, audience demographics are a little bit Our younger. Audience. Uh, sorry, audience. excuse me. I am a part of this now. <laughs> um, is that this movie is pre Harambe? E- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pre Harambe. Uh-huh. Very important to note. They would have um, they would have shot the shot the gorilla and Post saved the baby. Post King Kong though, which I was like, this is trying very hard, but it it could never happen today because of cell phones. Everyone would be looking down at their phones, therefore would yeah. see a baby scooting by, which whatever <laughs> jeans those babies was wearing like should win an award because those things held together the entire thing. I mean, they that were, baby was crawling through jeans, nails, dust. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking goop. I mean, who knows what else? But everyone was like looking up at each other. There Which was once crazy. upon a time where people looked each other in the eye and talked to each other when they were walking down the street. I, uh-huh. I'm not going to. Yeah. Like, the baby you... got away with everything because it was like no yeah. one's noticing a baby crawling around. Literally nobody looked down that no, entire movie. The entire time. I'm not going to say movie. that I'm better than the people in this movie, but I think I would notice a baby crawling down the city street. The entire I would notice it only because I kicked it. <laughs> I think that's the violence I was talking about. The only one that's totally 
impossible is the baby crossing the road. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. Yeah. None of those cars saw the baby. Right. Because that is a yeah. time where you're lo- you can't look at your phone and drive. It's very hard. I admit some people try. Not in LA. But you shouldn't. It would but all uh but or like, if you own a Tesla. But like I, I would I would excuse like a baby crawling into a big woman's bag is like weird. Uh, I bag think baby. I would mistake, you know, I maybe would be like, oh, that baby on that bus is probably with somebody on the bus. And mm-hmm. you know, I would make these assumptions. But the baby in the road can't do that. One. But you have to be careful. Depending on who you are, you can't just walk up to a baby and be like, I found this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like. I maybe as a white woman could be like, oh my gosh, poor baby. Garrick's not picking that baby up I on the street even, being like, is, I found this there, baby. There was a whole blackish scene where there was a baby in an elevator and then everybody opened the elevator and just like, nah. Not at all. And that's Fuck exactly no. what this movie is. Which brings me back to like an original idea I had about how the baby looks nothing like its fucking parents. Yeah, where all. they're all dark hair, dark yeah, eyes. And this right. baby's blonde well, hair, blue eyes. Yeah. Why are they so worried about that baby being gone? Because they stole it to begin with. Like I said, I think that baby, uh, that family rather, is in a crime syndicate. Well, let's jump into the synopsis and the plot of the movie, the characters. Uh, But first, actually, I do want to share my personal connection to this movie. When I was a kid, I probably also watched this movie a hundred times. When I would go to Blockbuster every single time... I would pick two movies. I'd pick a movie I hadn't seen before and Baby's Day Out. And oh, I'm, specific. <laughs> and I'm saying like coin flip 50-50, I half the time would just rent Baby's Day Out again. Yeah. And I never bought it. I never said, hey, mom and dad, I've rented this movie 40 times. We're Maybe we should just debt. fucking own it. There was a thrill. The thrill of being able to rent Baby's Day Out. It's not a movie that you own. It's a movie that you experience. I think Blockbuster maybe would have made it if they had made it so if you rented something over five times, you mm. just kept it. Blockbuster, it. for those of you who are listening. It's <laughs> a very old a store. Also, Ned's baby is looking at me <laughs> through a photo, uh-huh. and now I, I feel like the baby is involved in this podcast because yeah. that baby Wesley's is Wesley's Day Out. Wesley's Day Out. <laughs> where, where do we want to begin? First of all, the baby's name is Baby Bink. Well, that's Doesn't what they call Doesn't it have a real him. name? He does have a real name, and it's not Bink, but they call him Baby Bink. Wasn't it Bit? Oh, I wrote it down. It was like Billings... Bennington. Bennington. <laughs> Bennington. Which, like, Trash. if that's not going to be a Trump later on right. in life... Right. That He's is a Trump name if I've ever loaded. heard one. They got a lot of money. Yeah. What did they do? I, I Did they... Dad's in... Pointed out at real any estate? point in time is real estate. Anytime somebody says real estate, they clearly not baby watching. <laughs> am I right? I, I do love this era of movies, though. It's very specific to the early '90s, where the one percent was fun on mm, screen right. because Richie they have Rich. like they have butlers. Yeah, Richie Rich. Mm. That's the only yeah, other one, the only one I can think one. of. Blank check. But, blank check. Thing. Blank check. Oh, yeah, which fucking we're gonna do that movie. But like they they have they are not. Uh, good people and there's nothing that I should like them but but they have they have a butler and I watch the movie and go oh what a cool family mm, not mm. only a butler but a nanny <laughs> that is sex in the cities Cynthia Nixon aka Miranda playing a straight British woman as broken if, woman <laughs> yeah broken like yeah. wished this baby maybe that baby was hers I don't know there's a story there it should be hers she's yeah. the only one who actually cares about right, the baby she figured like, out the whole thing what yeah. a weird layer to add yeah. to that like a nanny who's like closer with your baby than the mom is why did they put that well, arc in there because the formula of his movies prior were that the parents were kind of negligent and that they, at <laughs> the end it works out but like yeah. a baby can't have no one care about it <laughs> like right. it just can't 
can't work. No, that yeah, baby was independent. It. it didn't need anyone to care about it. I know, it. but like we as viewers, the if it, independent like, baby, we need to see someone <laughs> need loves no the nanny. baby. Like yeah. I think for us to care about the family at all, because without that nanny, when that baby is stolen, you're like almost like, well, maybe this is going to lead to a better life for the baby. Yeah, no one cares about. It. They're eating right. breakfast. Presumably in another wing of the house. Mm -hmm. Right. And they come back and they're just like, oh, my baby's gone. My Jesus baby. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> the mom is just concerned with getting her baby in, 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 the, the, in the paper. In the paper. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it, it makes me think back to like you're talking about. We liked these movies weirdly where it was like our parents were negligent. Why did we care so much about it? But now <laughs> it's making me realize why I loved the movie Man on Fire so much. <laughs> What? Denzel Washington. Uh huh. Go on. Oh, where he just loved his child <laughs> yes. and he would do anything it's, for her. Yes, like it's. <laughs> this is like the PG ver, the mm. G version yeah. of Man on Fire. That <laughs> ending, like if Cynthia Nixon would have jumped off the construction building to like dive, catch the baby, and save it, and she went, that's something I think I would have been more involved in. Wow. Sorry, I'm in a bad. I'm in a weird mood. Yeah. Today. Yeah, okay. so you wanted her to like violent mood today. I would posit that the parents are the true villains of this movie because for the first 25 minutes, they just establish how negligent they are. The, the father forgets to give a kiss goodbye to the baby. He yeah. forgets that he even has a baby. Yeah. We've already said Cynthia Nixon, who has the longest neck of any human I've ever seen in my life, knows the baby so much more than, than the woman does. Like, the photographers, the, the mm -hmm. villains come, and she's like, does my baby like that? Okay, she doesn't know anything about her child. Yeah, she doesn't know anything about so baby. So I was raised by a nanny, fun fact. And... If my my parents have lost me many times, <laughs> okay. this is yeah. No, like really Penny. This movie hit yeah. too close to home. Yeah, I was like, oh, I would get lost in a clothes rack. They tried to take me to a grocery store. See ya, I'm gone. Yeah, but like if I was gone the way that this baby bank was gone from its nanny. I mean, the the city would be set on fire by my <laughs> yeah. nanny in order to find me. Like, we are bonded by, like, whatever is thicker than blood because we, that, that first year of your life is the most influential, powerful, relationship-forming year of your life, little did you know. It, it, it establishes your attachment it. style. It's all subconscious, baby. It comes back out later in life in your relationships. The Baby Bank is a serial killer when he's 16, for sure. Let's see the fucking sequel. I want to see what that child became. What would it be called? Baby's Day. Murderer's Day Out. <laughs> yeah. mean, of course. Baby's Day Murdering. Yeah. Bink's, Bink's Rampage. <laughs> Revenge. Bink's Revenge. Bink's Revenge. Bink. With right. a period. Yeah. Bink. Yeah. So I'm curious, favorite moments from the movie, Garrick, you, you said that this was a, a joyous watch for you. Oh, I fucking loved it. I had because it's I don't know. I'm every movie I, I, I usually love are like sci-fi super complicated movies. And this felt like mm. the simplest, mm -hmm. like just stripped down thing. In the way that John Wick is like a very simple action movie. Uh -huh. This is a very simple Rube's Goldberg device uh -huh. of a film where it's just like, okay, this is just a ball uh -huh. moving down and going to all different places or whatever. And it's just like, oh, now the ball is on a fucking domino case or now it's on a little cart. Cool. This is nice. <laughs> now it's in a fucking zoo. Did you love the game Mousetrap as a child? I did. Thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is Mousetrap the movie. Yeah. You guys have 13 Dead End Drive? Nobody ever knows that game. Wait, it does sound familiar. <laughs> it was a similar Rube Goldberg-esque, but it was like horror, and it was kind of like Clue meets Mousetrap, and like what? You, you could kill your opponents if they were like under the chandelier. If you rolled a thing, you could maybe hit a thing that would drop a 
literal chandelier toy cool. onto your opponent. Oh my god. Sounds like what I wanted Mousetrap to be. Right. It was. Yeah. No one ever, everyone always like lost the pieces for Mousetrap, so you can never right. fucking play the game. Every right. friend, I never played, to this day, I've never played the game because no one had a complete board wow. game. Yeah, no, you play it once and then you lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, yeah. For me, I gotta say, my favorite, this is the most talented baby I have ever seen in a movie ever. It has so, to be said. I feel really dumb because I don't understand how they get babies to act. Because, <laughs> like, I was like, this is an Oscar-worthy baby. Yeah, like, the baby and, was delivering. But, like, how are they getting it to, like, cry yeah. on command? <laughs> it's, yeah, him, I don't they, know. They, the babies. Yeah, yeah they, the baby babies. didn't tell us what its gender is. The baby's yet, so, so precocious. It, it turns around on cue, it giggles, right. it laughs at the hardships of, it's, this baby... Oh my god, this baby. Someone this baby it. is just delivering a, a, a star-studded performance, uh -huh. anchoring yeah. a film. Yeah. That baby up against other baby acting I've seen, I don't know. You don't oh, really? think you're gonna whoa. Name a better you're gonna baby. look me in the eyes and tell me that that was not some of the most exquisite baby acting backing you've ever seen. No, I don't know. I just feel like I've seen better baby acting. Name one. I literally can't think of a single movie that had a baby in it. Right <laughs> exactly. <now>. Okay, so <laughs> Full House better. had the Olsen twins. They right. are some of the most they famous go. baby actors. They're not but, babies. Yeah. But they really shined at the at the four year old, you got yeah. it, dude. But yeah. that's, not that's not a baby. This baby yeah. can't even fucking talk yet. Yet. This baby, yeah. how old do you think no, that no, baby no. is? The baby can talk. He says he, he, says he wants his, his boo boo. boo, -boo. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which meant poop when I was a, a baby. <laughs> really? Yeah, you say, gotta go boo boo. Oh, I remember. <laughs> what about you, Kelsey? Favorite part of this boo boo? Uh, okay, yeah. Um, There's a part that no one, like, stops to think about and this is gonna be like a hella deep cut for us but you're telling me that wasn't zay frank as an actor that guy is zay <laughs> frank's fucking twin which guy what do you mean which guy the only guy that looks identical to zay frank oh the, the one who actually looked like looked like a midwesterner because you've got these three guys that are clearly new yorkers chasing this kid around uh, chicago yes. but one of them is broad-shouldered kind of looks like a zay buzz frank. type character yes. I guess he kind of looked like kind of Miles. Pull up them side to side, if you will, because the holy fucking. I, I did shit. write down a note saying he was the only one who looked like someone from Chicago, out okay. of the the cast of villains, because that's what a Chicagoan looks like right there. That they is like popcorn. that's a very common Chicago guy. But there's a part where Zay Frank says when they're driving down the town in in their crazy wild goose chase in their uh, stolen van, where it's just a throwaway line, but he says, "You hit a cat." <laughs> and not, no one says anything. It's just a fucking throwaway line. And I was like, what, whoa, wait a minute. This guy went from being like, okay, he stole a truck. Okay, he's like borrowing a baby for ma ransom money. Fine. But you hit a fucking cat and you <laughs> didn't even stop? Yeah. Well, it just, it really made me go like, these guys are villains because at the end they try and make you feel sad for them a little bit like Ow. oh they, well they're in the they're in the the apartment with their hands up and they're like oh baby I mean, they got yeah. fucked by that baby there yeah. was a moment later in the movie because I was, was like that one character the Zay Frank type character he's an idiot He's yeah. a full dolt. He's only saying idiot things. And then, like, in the third act, the main bad guy is like, you're Are an you idiot. Are you kidding me? Look at this side okay. by side. You, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not, not wrong. Zay 
Yeah. You're right. Right. I'm on board. Hey, there's a, there is a resemblance. That is yeah. like also not a great picture of that guy and a fantastic picture. <laughs> <laughs> those baby blues. Those. I uh, honestly, if the, the fact that they're wearing the same outfit is really <laughs> selling <laughs> it. Even yeah. with the how open the shirt is, oh. it's pretty spot on. Okay, and, and to to my second like favorite part that ties into why the cat line really uh, flustered me is because there's a part where Baby Bank is lighting Ray Romano's <laughs> yes. dick, dick on fire. It yes, it <laughs> and there's like cops questioning them, but the baby inside is apparently very large pants. Yeah. <laughs> lighting his dick on fire. For two minutes. For two minutes straight. Two minutes too long. And I'm like, first of all, how is this man walking around in jeans after this moment for the rest of the fucking movie? He's got third degree burns on his dick. First of all, second of all, someone had to have smelled burning pubic hair unless he shaves. Or at least burning denim. At least anything. Burning slacks, burning... It is a long dick burning sequence for a family movie. Long dick burning sequence just made me wet for the... Jesus. What is the dick burning sequence? I don't know. Is STD related? But to Uh be clear, this is a movie not only where a man's dick is lit on fire, but before that, a baby with a vice grip grabs his dick. Oh, yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Is it weird? The baby grabs his dick and then the sounds go. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> like the bait he's manhandling he, that he dick. punches the photographer uh the, as soon as he meets him in the dick. Dick. okay I, oh. but i cannot say this enough a baby yeah. grabs a man's dick but it's not yeah. weird that way what are you talking about it's super babies weird grab babies grab poop. shit yeah, that is not the, the most surprising thing yeah. to me the baby <laughs> operating a lighter is Far more wild. It's literally That's a man weird. on fire. I could fire, use a lighter until I was 12. This movie wants to be Denzel Washington and Dakota, whatever her name is, Johnson's sister so bad. Man on Fire is the better version of this movie because there's no <laughs> ransom argue. notes written in cut out newspaper, which is another thing we need to stop doing. Well, this was a 20-year-old movie. I miss 25 notes, honestly. Yeah, but like, why are ransom note movies so fucking good? Because they always. always get the kid back. They always get the kid back. So let's dive into uh, uh, our our three main characters. It's not really the movie about Baby Bink. It's about these robbers. Uh You've got not Ray Romano. uh, Got Matrix Guy and you got Zay Frank. (laughs) Uh, Joe Mangiella. Like these are the guys you'd be like, oh, that guy. They've just like they've been in things. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say that the performances in this movie are exquisite. I agree. With I you. yeah, I miss slapstick comedy mm. where it's just like, oh, this guy got hit in the balls real hard and you can see it in his face. So there's also <laughs> like I feel like the directors are like, guys, sometimes you get to just have fun. <laughs> and, and, and coming off of the Mary Had a Little Lamb song is a five minute sequence of them just kind of getting nursery rhymes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no reason for that scene to even be there. Right. Let alone be them just standing in the kitchen saying, no, that's Little Red Riding Hood who ate the goose. <laughs> no, he stuck yeah. his thumb in a pie and pulled out a boyd. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's just not. Are those yes. Chicago accents? No, oh. no. <laughs> it's yeah. New York. They're New York thugs <laughs> driving around the Chicago suburbs and then they're in the city and then they're in the suburbs again and then they're in the city. Yeah. Did this come out before or after Home Alone 2? After. This after. was after Home Alone 2. After Home Alone 2? Yeah, this, so oh, okay. at that this, point you're just like This is a part of a three-movie deal from Fox 
following the success of the Home Alone franchise, where they're like, look, you're cranking out hits. We're going to buy three movies from you. And Baby's Day Out was one of them. And they were all big budget movies. Mm -hmm. They all had $50 million budgets, which was a lot. And $25 million of that went towards the baby's insurance because... Uh, (laughs) They did let that baby cross the road. And this movie movie was a big flop. This was? Baby's Day Out was? Impossible. I watched it a hundred times. All three of his movies in this Fox deal were huge failures. Yeah. Uh, And I think part of it is because they were Fox like pictures and they were not like so some of it's shot in Chicago right but some of it's clearly on a lot and I would I think, say um, almost all of it's on a some of it's in Chicago <laughs> some of, all the exteriors some of the exteriors are in Chicago I can recognize Chicago uh-huh. like that Chicago but some of it is on a lot and the charm of his movies before were that he was like making them in Chicago and he was like actually using like local talent. He like, if you re- if you watch the, the, the mo- movies that made us, uh, that Netflix show, yeah, they do a home alone one. And it's incredible how they gutted this school, mm-hmm. they, how they built a house in the old swimming pool so they could flood the basement. It, like there are just so many cool things that they have done. And then he bought this and it kind of took away all the magic of his filmmaking. And I think that's one of the reasons it led to, some flaps. Other weird thing is that there is a scene where they're driving the van and they're chasing the baby in a taxi. Oh my god, this moment. And the baby gets out of the taxi and they're just like, okay, cool. They don't know that. They don't know that the baby's they don't know that the baby's out of the taxi, but the audience is like, good, the baby's out of the taxi. They careen into the back of the taxi at like 60 miles an hour thinking that this baby's still in there. The baby lives in there. They're murderers. The way that I screamed. They were ready to kill that baby. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, that brings up a good point that I forgot to say. Yeah. Did they ever explain why these guys needed that money? No, I think they were just robbers. But like. You have to have a reason. Well, they said that we're not doing like stores anymore. This is that we're going to do a big break. I think it was so they didn't have to do anymore. Yeah. I think they were going to pull one now big crime mean. and they're oh done. If they can get $5 million. This is the Ocean's Eleven. We have to talk about that scene where the goop falls on the guy. Yeah. There's a lot the, of goop. You got to be more wait, specific. Goop? The cement goop. Yes. The cement goop. Okay. It. Is the scene where... This is the climax of the movie. They're on a construction site. A baby gets lifted up on a girder, at which point Mm -hmm. I fully screamed. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that whole scene genuinely made my life... Like, where the fuck is CPS? My loins tingle in a weird way where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is too high. That baby's flying like a bag (laughs) in the wind. But he like knocks this goop over. This is the Ray Romano. The Ray Romano. He knocks goop onto Ray Romano. And it's, it's like... Pink. Oh, that's not like, the cement goop. Yeah, you're right. There is some sort of just literal slime. It looks like pink chicken slime. nugget McDonald's it does. pink slime. <laughs> it does. Where I'm like, what are they using this for? In the be- What kind of building are they building? Yeah. Squand? I, I have to assume it's supposed to be like a floor wax. That's the yeah. only thing it could possibly There's be. There's no floors. Not yet. <laughs> but I don't think they're planning on boring it yet. But the baby had different plans. <laughs> I mean, that, pink goop. Not really Frank guy in that Not sequence. Frank. Matrix guy. He at some point is on like a furniture dolly and completely oblivious that his body is moving 15 miles an hour yeah. toward the end of this guy. Like what? 
Huh? How do you not know you're moving? Yeah. He's like, he's hmm, dumb. Where am I? The construction oh, scene was another scene where I I briefly closed my eyes <laughs> and awoke, <laughs> and it was still happening. And I'm like, I feel refreshed. Therefore, this has gone on too long. It is certainly the longest sequence. Well, yeah. so so both the the two big set pieces of this movie, the gorilla cage mm-hmm. and the construction zone, they they are burned into my memory from yes. childhood, and I now realize it's because they're both 30 minutes long. Yes. <laughs> they are so they spe- but I honestly I'm going to give the movie some credit here it fully exploits its set pieces unlike any movie I think I've ever yeah. seen mm-hmm. they mine every yeah. ounce of comedy <laughs> possible like in the zoo scene where they're just like alright I'm going to try <laughs> okay no yeah. I'm going to try it's just like dog two other people just got almost murdered by this gorilla you should stop and I'm just wait for maybe the <laughs> maybe. baby I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> and like, is there also some sort of message that animals trust like innocent, naive babies more than the like fully actualized adult? Like, is there some sort of vengeance that the monkey has towards the human for caging it? Yeah. Well, if it's like a female gorilla, they'll like they'll like see any type of like small infantile thing and like. Take care it's of like, it. It's like how you could bring your kittens to a pregnant dog. Right. And a pregnant <laughs> yeah. dog would be like, yeah. Yeah, that's mine. And just <laughs> like, I'll take care of it. Like the, yeah. Let the kitten, you know, get some milk I, or some shit. some milk, I know. guess. Yeah. Does the gorilla get out? I no. forget. That, that the baby should have let the gorilla yes. out. And then the gorilla should have been in the fucking climax climbing up. Right. <laughs> no, he should have <laughs> just like, if there should have been one last shot, like, well, at least we're fine. And they turn around. The gorilla's like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A really funny thing that really just doesn't doesn't really make sense is that they're like the entire movie. Well, that there's a newspaper that comes out in that town at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, no. <laughs> With the news from that yeah, day. Yeah, because she's like, he's in the paper. It's like, no, the yeah. papers don't just come out every hour. You're right. right. And in today's day and age, yes, he could have been in a story online. Yeah, right. But there would not be a newspaper that comes out mid-afternoon saying, baby's missing on right. the front page. Yeah. Like, they have no other stories yet. <laughs> also, I was, I was so upset that the baby appeared on national television and nobody saw that there was yes! a child right there like just walking around it's just like oh, this was the point where i just like my eyes rolled in the back of my head and like just like full annoyance because yeah. there was a news reporter reporting yeah. about a missing baby she what she thinks is like drops her microphone but it's really the baby pulls the cord yeah and she bends down while Staring. Still maintaining yeah. eye contact right. with the camera like but the cameraman co- pans down right the cameraman. the cameraman was just like, oh, oh shit, there's a baby right there. Hey, yeah. Maybe that's that baby. the baby. That's yeah. probably the baby. Okay, or if him. not, maybe it's him. a baby in the city right. that oh, yeah, should be true. attended to. Yeah, that camera guy might have been in on it. Yeah. A small detail. So we, we're taking a lot of time to point out things that they did wrong, couldn't mm. have happened. I mm. want to say. These robbers, yeah. when they show up and they set up the photography lighting for the baby, the lights are set up very well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I want to say for this. these idiots actually set the lights up correctly from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do love that scene, though, when like he's dressed up as the French photographer with the mustache. It's, mm. it's good. That's it's, a good accent. The movie's wacky, <laughs> and I, I respect yeah. how... Yeah. Yeah, that makes you like suspended disbelief. It's just like ah, it's a cartoon of a movie. It's, it's not, a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. We we need to stop taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. When I saw that nobody, 
nobody looked down like this movie. is animated might have not been that crazy because like crazy right. shit and animation happens all the time but this is like a practical effect. yeah and that's why Live that's why i think action. it is fun and probably appealed to us as kids mm. is because it's got great practical effects it's very understandable yeah it occupies your time for two hours it feels like so your God. parents probably love that you're watching yeah, this hundred shit. years long movie <laughs> right. in the living Second, room right right and and it's it is closer to like a bugs bunny cartoon than it is any other live action movie right yeah the whole time you're just like how the fuck is he getting away with this but he just keeps on getting away with it and you're just like all right I, it's I mr it. magoo it's yeah. the same he's oblivious beat. to the danger everywhere right and then the baby turns around and goes hey. yeah. <laughs> every time <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think of more things that they got right because i i walked into this feeling so in love with it like so nostalgic we're like just like oh my god vhs was like burnt out with how many <laughs> times we watched this mm -hmm. fucking movie and i'm maybe it's my attitude today but like the more we talk about it the more i'm falling into the trap of like is it a good movie what constitutes a good movie every time we judge something right like it's act one, act two, act three. Do we have that? Or is it like act one, <laughs> yeah. the end? Like, is it a good movie? I think there's at least two acts. <laughs> yeah. At least? I think there's an act one, an act two, and a better act two. Yeah. I think that is probably more correct. There's no twist in act three. There's no twist. <laughs> there's no like, what should have happened is another baby robber should have tried to rob the baby from them mm. and also had some comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. And then they were kind of against each other. Uh -huh. And then they both That would have been again. a third act thing. Or we reveal that the dad owns the skyscraper <gasps> that is being built and that's how they have their wealth and his lack of code <laughs> and like building to code and keeping things safe on the construction site ultimately leads to the death of his own child. See, that's like, that's the <laughs> Trump version. Christ. It's like a Trump tower being built. Yeah. It's one of the sons that he doesn't fucking pay attention to. Uh -huh. They would pull a ransom because Trump. That is something I would watch today. Well, this makes me curious. Uh, every week we have our very own uh, Garrick Bernard, professional screenwriter extraordinaire, mm -hmm. offer one fix for a movie. Oh, yeah. Garrick, what is your one fix? My one fix is absolutely nothing. <laughs> It's a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. Just make the parents not awful. There's yeah. no reason well, to set up the, the parents that's so the bad. Arc, Keith. Yeah. But no, they don't deserve their baby back. They don't. Like, why were the parents so awful? Right. They, they think, could be a little shallow. The mom had a lot of guilt. Remember that moment where she walks into a random person's apartment and like, yes, thanks. Right. That's her what babies. I want to talk about. Right. This okay. scene is fucking bonkers. Yeah. yeah. So in the B story, the mom, the parents are trying to find their baby. They barge into this woman's house, which is absolutely illegal. Yeah, for they, sure. they push their way in out of through. nowhere. Like, why did they think the baby's there? There's some <gasps> guy. There's a guy. Says, I saw a baby. Okay. Okay. But he actually, that actually was helpful information, even though he exploited the guy for money to yeah. give a tip. He did have a tip. Listen, that's how it works. Yeah, a tip. <laughs> Gotta get paid. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, so. it's the lower class sticking it to the man. But it's this scene that is hardcore poverty porn mm. where the woman goes, these kids they're all I've got. And like you, we as an audience are supposed to be like, oh, see, money isn't everything because this woman has nothing, but she has love. And then she says, I wrote this down because I screamed and ran around my room. She says, I believe in my heart 
someone somewhere watches over the babies. Which, I, which I'm like, wait a fucking second. Yeah. In the logic of this movie, is baby Bink es- evading harm because some angels are watching yeah, over him? Gosh. How much cocaine were you on, John Hughes? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that is weird to say. It's like a safety net the same way like when dogs die in movies. It's like all dogs go to heaven. Which just reminds me about how they hit that cat with their car and uh-huh. no one fucking said nothing happened for that cat. No justice for that cat. Justice for the cats. Who's watching over the cats? But there's got to be like a safety net, right? Of like someone somewhere out there is watching over the babies, right? Mm. It's a safety net in case something bad does happen to the baby. It's like all babies go to heaven, right? One other favorite moment, um, not Ray Romano when they're trying to find the baby in the zoo goes, babies, they're more they're more dangerous than we thought. And then he looks down and he goes, baby tracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so remarkable. There's some really good uh, jokes in yeah. the movie. Yeah. I'm I'm realizing how little I was paying attention to this movie yeah. because I was just so enamored by the <laughs> fact that I was just like, I'm transported. You know, I just love this fucking dumb movie. I think about, if you could watch this movie in 1.5 times speed, oh, I'd be so oh, happy. And, and it was your first time watching it. It's a perfect film. Yeah, <laughs> because like honestly, I didn't even I didn't pay attention to the first like 30 minutes of the movie because I was just like, You're all so right, lucky. I'm just gonna set up. They're just setting up the yeah. fact that this baby's gonna be gone cool guys i've got some burning questions about this movie Hell yeah. and it is not a uti oh. burn them up uh okay my first question is do we think that was the baby talking or was there some adult who had to adr a bunch of giggles no they adr'd a bunch of babies you think they had a baby recording sesh they had a baby room where things were sparkling jiggling and dangling and they put they just like cycled babies in and out of it and then they recorded it. This is this one's a real potential deep fucking cut. Okay, so in the first scene when you see the baby's room, huh. there is a giant, terrifying porcelain statue of a white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, and it's like I—I I mean, I noticed it because like it, the baby's on Cynthia Nixon's lap uh-huh. with her incredible long neck, mm-hmm. and there's this like life-size, the size of a human man, terrifying statue. Then later in the movie, uh, at the zoo, (laughs) they go, he went down the rabbit hole. And they look at each other with meaning. It's not a rabbit hole, it's a drain pipe. So is this, does this movie think that it's an Alice in Wonderland allegory? Because if so, again, I will ask, how much cocaine was John Hughes taking? <laughs> well, let's let's go down this rabbit hole because part of Alice in Wonderland is that at one point she gets tiny and everything else is big. Babies are <gasps> tiny and everything else is big to them. Feels like an acid trip. So perhaps uh, there's a... Villain. That, that, Alice, uh, she typically evades danger all the time. Yeah. And she's people are trying to kill her yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah. She meets mystical, wonderful things that love her. The caterpillar. Same the beat over and over again yeah. of her like getting out. It of is things. kind of the same thing oh over and over again. It feels like the, the a remnants of the original like pitch pitch deck or pitch line or whatever. Uh, right. Log yeah. line, I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Where they're just like. You're a what writer, if, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking on the shit. Um, but it's just like, oh, yeah, this is. What if it was Alice in Wonderland, but in Chicago? And a baby. And a baby. I will say that what I got out of the baby's room, that it looked a lot like the bedroom in Peter Pan. It just evoked childhood fantasy movie bedroom. I don't think I remember anything about the baby's room except for that scene where she's... 
and then he is aggressively powdering his ass for a photo shoot. I, oh my, awesome. <laughs> he does the makeup on the booty. I couldn't. Oh believe, I don't know that I'd ever seen like a baby's butt in a movie. It, oh, it was shocking. She powders it with a makeup brush. Uh-huh. Well, you know why? Is, baby Bink is no ordinary baby. Does <laughs> <laughs> it? Why? Oh, you know what? Another oh, thing. So man. on the second viewing, because I watched it twice in the last month. Sorry, Keith. <laughs> when they rush back in to the room to discover the baby's gone, there's a new, like, older maid who's just there. Yeah. And that's the only scene she's in in the entire movie. I think they were just trying to stunt that they have staff. <laughs> yeah, they are just like, we got staff. It was just like, there's just one other lady coming. It was like, that lady, where's she gone from? No. And then she's uh, gone forever. It's yeah. just, she's like, I, I pro- it probably she was just like the director's cousin or aunt or somebody's aunt. Uh, like, yeah. can you throw her in a scene? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys want some fun facts? Yeah, yeah. my favorite part. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, as Keith pointed out, this movie had a whopping $50 million budget, which was unheard of at the time for a movie with no major leading stars in its cast. Ray it was Mamano? A- <laughs> I'm going to Ray Mamano was in it. Um, I don't know if you know this. Ray Show Mamano. some respect on Joe Manchiello's, however you say his name's uh, name. He's a guy. Yeah. He was a guy. Okay, uh, there was a plan for a sequel, as hinted at at the the end of yeah. the movie, yeah. called yeah. Baby's, Baby's Trip, Trip to China. China. Oh, yeah! Now is the time <laughs> to make the movie. I just need to say, <laughs> on behalf of the world, thank God that movie did not happen, because it certainly would have been some the racist, racist movie. Yeah. Which is, what the fuck were they thinking with that? Can you it was imagine? 94. Yeah, yeah. They it were. was 1994. I know what they were what thinking. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We can make a whole fucking $50 million movie about a baby. <laughs> but like, fuck, stop me, why don't okay, you? But I have a question. <laughs> Did Baby's Day Out highlight the best part of Chicago. <laughs> so, it was barely no, in the Chicago. Only, the only thing that is iconic to Chicago that's in that is the zoo, which that wasn't the real zoo, I don't think. <laughs> and the building that the dudes are hiding in at the top, that sort of triangular shaped building, that's a real building. There's no way criminals can afford that top suite of it. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that is an iconic building. But I'm saying like that, it's not that corner movie. building that they're in, like that is. There's one in New York. That's a building. Yeah, and there's one in New York, too. Yeah, there's a, those are and cool more famous in New York. Yeah, it is more famous in New York. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Full circle houses but all the Chicago's got Wick. one. And it's <laughs> cool, too. Oh, you know what made me fucking mad as a Chicago one before we get there is that they were using Illinois sheriff police cars. Oh. Not in a fucking chance would oh, you not use a God. CPD car. Every John Hughes film in Chicago, use the Chicago po- police officer's car. They're iconic. They're beautiful. They're in Blues Brothers. They're in all these movies, always. You would never have the Illinois sheriff as Why your main police car. I, because they were using a generic sheriff police car on the Fox lot. That's why they did it, because they didn't want to bother using the fucking details that would make a Chicago and excited. Yeah. And that would have been it. so. Ever watch any Chicago movie from the eighties and nineties? They it were always has the same car. I think they were hoping in that scene that we'd be too distracted by a grown man having his dick lit on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Also, that scene had the uh, janitor from janitor Scrubs. From Scrubs. That was yeah. exciting. The oh, one of right. literally one of the um, he has the longest streak of of work. Like where he's just like been consistently an actor. I love actors like that yeah. who like are just in everything, but don't, they're not like gloaty about it, no. and they're not like overly good looking. No yeah. offense, Ray Romano. <laughs> Ray Romano. Uh, another fun fact: <laughs> Vern Troyer 
AKA Mini Me no. from the Austin uh, Powers no. movies. No, oh, he's not the Mini! Absolutely, he was. An uncredited stunt double during what? the action sightseeing. Of course he was. There's no way you could put a real baby on those beams. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the baby wasn't even on beam. I thought it was just like green screen yeah, or something. They didn't have the technology in 93 <laughs> when they were producing it. And I want to say, like, genuinely, seriously, I am glad that he was able to have real roles later in his life as okay. opposed to baby playing a fucking doubles. baby stunt double. Like, now, actually, this is exciting. I have a first a video clip for us. Because famed uh, movie reviewers Siskel and Ebert actually got into one of their biggest fights ever over this movie. As they should have. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm not going to say anything more. I'm just going to play it for us. Baby's Day Out is your kids, little kids, next best choice. Well, this is fascinating, Gene, because you've just defended this film on exactly the same no, grounds I that I use for The Shadow. No, you like the art direction. You like the look. You like the old-fashioned And other feel, things. You like the tone. Well, oh, no, 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 I no. hated this movie more than any other movie oh. on this show, and I'm, oh, I'm really oh surprised God. at you. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> oh. I'm not agreeing with you. I've never well, been ashamed of that. I've been proud of that. Oh, okay. well, something was case, going uh, on. Here's another star for your lapel. Okay. This movie is not funny. Oh. It's way too long. The burglars, yeah. who are recycled right out of Home, Home Alone, Alone. Yeah. Yeah. are really awkwardly written, awkwardly played, and they're not funny at all. Oh. And <laughs> the fact, of course, this whole movie is obviously inspired by Baby Herman, the sequence at the beginning of uh, Who Framed Roger right. Rabbit. It's funny yeah. in a cartoon because it's not real. If you think that a real baby crawling through traffic yeah. and crawling out on it, look, you're already smiling. Me. You think that's funny. Think I didn't funny? think it was funny. You think I that's thought it funny? Was a absolute perfect child's eye view of the fantasies that they might have and little kids this is where i think you're off by a lot little kids will really have their hearts in their throats as uh -huh. they watch this thing and will be yeah, well, tickled and will be absolutely tickled by the way the baby <laughs> survives aggressively saying the word tickled. <laughs> yeah. appropriate for little kids i can oh, remember yeah. when, I, when I was three and a half years old yeah. i went to see a movie where mickey rooney was standing on a ledge outside a window it was a comedy everybody yeah. was laughing I was terrified. I think a little child <laughs> who sees this right. baby about to fall off of tall yeah. buildings All right. and be crushed by big uh, cars isn't going to know what's funny. Oh, you know, I, I better go back and find out who attended that sneak preview. I saw all those children are in dear jeopardy of becoming we attended Roger Ebert. the same screening. <laughs> Somebody was wow. doing something Someone's... behind the scenes that they day. They were clearly not happy with each other. Yeah. Siskel, uh, Ebert told Siskel that he should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that this movie was violent and terrifying. All right. Uh, it is a wonderful, wow. That's just wow. a bit dramatic on whatever the other guy's name was. Well, Keith... <laughs> Uh, this has been a blast sweating? to talk I'm about sweating. our new favorite movie. Uh, this is very fun. And I'm glad that we all came in here with things that we liked and things mm. we didn't like because I was like, I'm not ready to defend this movie. <laughs> I, I think there's a, there's problems with it, but I do think it is mm. a source of joy. And it was a huge source of joy to me as a child. So mm. I'm glad that when I watched it for the first time in a long time, I liked it. I was sad to find out when I watched, a sub mm. watched it again mm -hmm. in the same month. I'm like, this movie's boring. <laughs> well, that just means that Roper was wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because because he was basing it off of the fact that Roper's babies... not in that video. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Ebert. Fuck Roper. But, uh, what does Roper Ebert say Robert? about it? Uh, anyway, the, the <laughs> one with yeah. glasses. He's wrong because he was basing the fact that like babies wouldn't like this movie. So that's why this movie is bad. Yeah. Babies Kids wouldn't like this movie. Kids love it. Kids love the movie. Yeah. So he's... Suck it, Ebert. Kids oh, know it's not peace. real. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so Keith, this is, this is your moment. The floor 
is yours. Do you think people should watch this movie and why? Convince the world. If you are someone who likes Home Alone, you 100% should watch this movie. It is the closest thing we have to an actual Home Alone sequel that's good, other than Home Alone 2, which is also good. <laughs> but all the other Home Alones that have been made suck. And this, I think, does capture the spirit of fun. It is nonsense. It is a cartoonish film. It is a good time. Your children will love it. Uh, and if nothing else, that baby's cute as fuck. That baby. baby is so cute Hi. all the time. The jokes are ridiculous. The vi- the practical effects are awesome. We don't have those anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the amount of times men fall into dumpsters alone <laughs> is worth watching. I think mm-hmm. it's a blast. Uh, I don't think it's something you should watch every week. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey, what do you think? Um, if you like Man on Fire and <laughs> King Kong... Do not watch this movie because this will not live up to your dirty money ransom uh, movie wishes. But if you like the word zoinks, watch it. Yeah. I think it's a guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure for sure, sure. This movie was one of, I would say, one of my truest guilty pleasures as a kid. But as an adult, I would say this movie is shocking. It is kind of like it is consistently terrifying to to watch this baby in peril to the point that I don't know that all adults could handle it. Get your Xanax ready. If you've just had a baby, you shouldn't watch it. It's really scary. And it is, you will scream more than any paranormal activity movie. This movie is crazy. But if you haven't seen it, your heart needs it. And, I, and I'll leave you with just this thought to wonder, what if the baby had read another book? China. Oh. <laughs> what if the baby had read a book about trucks? Then it would have been a Fast and Furious movie. Oh. Thank God we found a way to bring Fast and Furious into every episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> we God. never will stop. Um, I think that this movie is perfect. <laughs> um, I think that if you are watching it, for the first time, you'll love the movie because it's just a simple, dumb thing that you can just turn your mind off <laughs> and just watch it. Like I've literally I've taken oh. like a page or a page and a half of notes of all the other movies that we've watched. <laughs> this one I put my phone down <laughs> and I just watched it because I was like, Oh, this is just nice. This is like like I equated to to Wally, where Wally, the first half of the movie, no talking at all. Nothing doesn't matter. There's barely any speaking. This movie, like midway through there's no there's barely any dialogue you don't yeah. need it because it's just like oh i'm trying to catch this baby cool that's yeah. all that's all you need they're like it's point a to point b film specifically wow. you know what holiday movie this is this is a thanksgiving day movie yes Whoa. there's cooking yeah. going on there's, there's people arriving yeah, you don't really need to pay attention. You can just put your... Oh, shit, it's the grill scene. Everybody right. kind of watches it for a minute. Like, oh, that's oh, I love that's this great. movie. Yeah. And everybody gets back to their business. Right. Roasted Dude, nuts. Dude, that's yeah. so... You are right. Yeah, you're on the money. Yeah. You can always yeah. pick up wherever you're watching it and yeah. be like, I get where we yeah. are. Yeah. I think we're all now on board. Yeah. It's the best movie ever made. <laughs> it's the best movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> the best Thanksgiving Day <laughs> like, Macy's Parade movie ever made. Yeah, yes. after the yeah. parade, you throw on Baby's Day Out. Well, Keith, yeah. we have to let you go. Thanks for joining Bye, us. Where Keith. can the people find you? Got anything to plug? Oh, check out uh, at Keith Habs on the internet. But, you know, get some hot sauce, especially, uh, you know, if, you're ever, if your dad's I birthday's coming it. up. It's hard to buy for dads, right? You know yeah. what dad's like? Sauce. <laughs> you know get what? Get him some hot sauce. I love it. 
I have it in my house. Which one do you have? Both. Oh, good. Yeah. I have the chicken and the burger. Thank you so much. I think the burger sauce is better. I shattered I the burger sauce <gasps> when I was driving my RV. And I was so upset, not because it ruined the floors. <laughs> yeah, it's vinegar. But because I didn't have any sauce, so I bought more. Oh, it's that's It's really awesome. good. Thanks. Yeah, the the burger, burger, burger sauce is really good. The chicken sauce is also good, but the burger sauce, I think, is more versatile. It is. Yeah. And let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about my hot okay, sauce sorry, for about sorry, 30 sorry, minutes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Garrick, where can they find you? Uh, Garrick Bernard uh, on the socials. I'm Kelsey Dara. At Corn Diddy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.